helps you up. Ooh, 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 Welcome to the Kindness Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Harrington, where each week I'll be interviewing game changers who are up to good things in the world, supporting us with health and wellness resources, and ultimately how to live your kindest life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Patrick Harrington here with the Kindness Collective podcast, New Year's edition. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you here at Kindness. We have an intention, and that intention is to bring more kindness into the world. I don't know what else to do, right? We don't know how else to to solve for so much of the challenges that we see out there other than be something, represent something that holds us accountable to to a higher level higher standard. And kindness is that concept for us. The collective, kindness collective, really is you. It's me, it's other business owners, it's folks that we would say that are within the the collective um, of students right now and teachers mostly that believe that kindness in fact changes the world. And that is that when you come to a place called kindness, when you receive a check from a place called kindness, when you run a credit card at a place called kindness, when you walk through the door that above it has a sign hanging on it called kindness, that something subtle or, you know, maybe, maybe even more than subtle starts to happen, especially over time. And so kindness uh, collective is something that hopefully is working on you and for you and through you and with you and starts to make a difference not only in your physical health, but also in your mental and personal health uh, as well. Subject today for the New Year's uh, that really resonates for me when we start to talk all about intentions and New Year's resolutions and things like that is that it all, it all really comes down to language. And when we talk about the idea of creating a New Year's resolution, what we're really resolving is something that's spoken. You know, maybe it starts off as thoughts that you have in your head about a certain subject or a certain area of your life. But ultimately, this resolution is, is either spoken out or oftentimes it's written down. And what occurs is that this one particular day on the, uh, of the year, New Year's, is when there's a lot of intention or hype around what are you going to declare? What is your resolution? What are you going to resolve? How are you going to shift? How are you going to transform? How are you going to change? And for me, one of the biggest transformations that continues to unfold and unpack itself over time is my ability and willingness to pay attention to how I speak. And in general, I experience life through as a series of micro declarations that literally a, you know, a declaration is something that is spoken, it's something that is written, but it's words and it starts off from the subtle, which is maybe a feeling and moves into the realm of thoughts, with, which often shows up as words in your head. And then uh, oftentimes then maybe to, to pen and paper or maybe out of your mouth in a conversation or something that you might share with somebody. Each of these different levels, levels from the subtle of feeling mental to the mind thoughts 
to words or to words on uh, spoken or words on a pa- on a page really um, move up the scale slowly into this realm of being manifest out in the world and actually showing up as a thing whether that simply be the words word vibration of your words uh, as it's spoken or if it's a word vibration as you wrote it each one of them goes from the subtle to the more gross and why that's important is that if we believe that this is a, a universe or, or a place that's made up of energy, and, and there's lots of science that backs that up, but, but also just at the level of belief that, that everything is kind of made from uh, the same stuff. It's all made from the same energy. And if we take Einstein's theory that says that energy can never be destroyed, it only ever changes forms, then that means that everything is made up of the same universal something. And that includes our thoughts, our feelings, words. And so every time we are in conversation with somebody, we are literally micro-declaring or creating micro-examples of what we'd like to see more of. Now, one of the things that it's important to keep in mind when we start looking at language is that in my experience of it, human beings are evidence-gathering machines. And what we gather evidence for has a lot to do with what we believe to be true or what we practice believing to be true. And so whatever it is that we focus on with our words on a regular basis, our mind is predisposed to look for evidence so that what we're speaking about, writing about, believing about is actually true. So if I, for example, believe that the, the world is a half-empty place, then I will be able to find news articles, television programs. I will even, either even align with presenters, podcast people, writers that affirm this idea of the world being half-empty, meaning it's a little bit more negative, it's a little bit challenging, it's a little bit hard, and I can find evidence for that. On the contrary, just to simplify it, if I am a glass-half-full person, In other words, I look at the world and I see possibility. I look and I see positivity. I can Google 10,000 articles on positive change that's happening. And that literally we're able to focus our attention based consciously or unconsciously on the words we use to declare what's happening around us. And so as you move into 2020... One of the things that I really encourage you to pay attention to in your yoga practice, your meditation practice, all of this can really assist assist your mind in being a good steward of what it is that you'd like to see more of. And so one of the most powerful lessons that that we can take, that that I've experienced, that I would encourage, is this idea of really putting the past in the past. And so some examples of that would be like, um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't work out as much as I'd like to. The declaration being, I don't work out as much as I'd like to. One way of putting the past behavior in the past, even if it's in the recent past, would be to say something like, up until recently, I haven't been working out as much as I'd like to. Or in the past, I haven't worked out as much as I'd like to. Or I used to not work out as much as I'd like to. Now, you might say, yeah, but I'm, I'm still sitting here. I haven't actually started working out more. That's true. The distinction here is that the language that you're choosing to use putting 
the behavior that you no longer want to express in the past, even if it's the recent past, like just now, like just recently, like a few seconds ago and and back, I haven't been working out as much as I'd like to. Because I've put it into the past, it literally leaves a wide open space for my subconscious and and conscious mind to start to build a new pattern of what I'm looking for evidence of. So when you combine this idea of language with a resolution, let's try it, right? In 2020, I want to get into the best shape of my life. That's, that's a resolution, right? Right following that, you can say something to yourself like, in 2019, I didn't work out the way that I wanted to. I didn't work out as much as I'd like to. In 2020, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. Now, every single time that you reaffirm, in 2020, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, and up until recently, or in the past, I haven't worked out as much as I'd like to, you're putting that past behavior behind you, and you're leaving a wide open space in front of you for you to choose. Now, does this in itself mean that you're going to necessarily get into the best shape of your life in 2020? Well, no, probably not by itself. But when you add the idea, resolution, plus putting the behavior that you're wanting to resolve out of, that you're wanting to get rid of, that you're no longer wanting to practice into the past, you clear out the possibility for you to put it into the future in the way that you want it to be. So as you go into 2020, pay attention to your language, put behaviors that you no longer want to keep practicing in the past, and then along with that, start to make these micro declarations that start to move your momentum more in a direction that you'd like to go. Saying things like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life in 2020, then follow it up by putting some things in your calendar, put good things in your calendar are going to help you fulfill on what you're declaring. And each time you find yourself falling short or each time a day goes by and you didn't quite work out the way that you wanted to, you say, boy, up until now, I haven't worked out like I wanted to. 2020 is going to be my year starting tomorrow. And then put something in your calendar that will hold you accountable. For me, myself, I need to put a yoga class in my calendar and I treat it like an important appointment with somebody else. I, in some ways, I treat it like an important appointment with the Patrick that's following through on a goal that he has, right? Being in a yoga class, being in shape, doing things that are healthy for my mind and my body. So for yourself, put things in the past, declare the behavior you'd like going into the future, and then take positive action around it. Let's make 2020 the best year ever. We're really excited to support you. And we know that like brushing your teeth, doing yoga on a regular basis is a minimal amount of body and mind maintenance that can really make a difference, especially as we age, especially as we're taking on some of these huge challenges that you know confront us as a culture and as people. Let's do it together. Sending you all of our love from the Kindness Collective 2019 into 2020. I look forward to seeing you on the mat. Namaste.